Welcome to episode one of Backmarkers with Kia and Hun, the slowest F1 podcast in the world. We're a motorsport podcast. Try that one. again. <laughs> the slowest podcast. Should we go the motorsport podcast? Motorsport podcast. We might talk motorsport about other podcast. things. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. Otherwise, it's very narrow. Okay. Right. Yes. Understood. Welcome to episode one of Backmarkers with Kia and Hun, the slowest motorsport podcast in the world. Probably. <laughs> <clears throat> the Formula One season starts this week. Can you believe? Oh, yeah. yeah. I really can't. I really can't. The longest and shortest winter at the same time. Yeah. It feels quite long, though, to be fair. feels like it has been a long, long time since we watched F1. Yeah. I mm. wish it didn't feel that way. But at the same time, we all needed a break. Yeah. From how dramatic it ends up being at the end of the season. Yeah. Though it wasn't that bad. Not as season. bad as 21, but still dramatic. <sighs> if you mention yeah. 21, don't do it. <laughs> Everyone does. <laughs> don't. Shh. I'm not talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but before the season starts, we had testing. Everyone's favourite part of Formula One. Exactly, Testing. exactly. Only three days of it this time, though, sadly. All we want is more cars on track, and we've got that less than ever in testing now. Yeah, but do you know, they they also have the filming day where the teams get to go around. I can't even remember what track it was. Yeah, Silverstone. Silverstone. They do a lot of. Yeah. Yeah. Alry, so, Mercedes, mm. uh, Aston, I think, because they're local. Yeah. They all got to do a like secret test of the mm. car because they got to do whatever they wanted with that car that day. It was right. not under testing regulations or anything, so they kind of got a sneaky extra test day. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's like Ferrari getting a little run in their in their launch. It's like an yeah. in, it's just basically an installation lap, and it's free content. Well, it's as free as it can be, really. But it's it's. It's handy for those that can afford it and have the accessibility of a track just down the road. In the case of Merck and Aston. Well, Aston is even more convenient. They're on site. Yeah. In the case of Silverstone. And they're like upgrading all their facilities. So they're in good shape at the moment. Um, But it pays off for sure. They just get a little look in before they get to testing. They're not having to worry so much about the installation laps. Mm. So should we... Should we start with testing? Should we start with Red Bull? Should we start from the top? Yeah, I think so. I mm. think so. They 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 set the marker straight away mm. last season. Well, they were setting it like the year before that too. But they, you know, with the fifteen wins for Max out of twenty two races, yeah, they they set the marker. Talk about testing. It's context. It's setting context. <laughs> It's set in context. Look, and now you're talking about going last in... year. <laughs> you're fired. Get out. I'm doing the podcast with someone else. It makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> Look, they went into testing the most confident of <laughs> any team because, you know, their reliability was good. Their pace was good. So all they had to do was make sure all systems would go again, basically. Mm. And they, they hit the ground running straight off the bat. I mean, <laughs> you look at Max on day one, 750 kilometers done just by him on the first day <laughs> and it was it's, it's a testament to the viability 
It was bulletproof. Mm. Like they've they've overhauled the whole car, including weight. The car weighs less, but has a lot of paint on it right. compared to the other teams. And it's yeah. just smooth, fast, reliable. Like, I mean, no faults. Yeah, that, Although, that no, was actually, all the talk, they did. wasn't it? They did have a fault. The sensor fell off. Oh, no. They lost the sensor. They'll be devastated. <laughs> <laughs> that will eat into their catering budget. <laughs> They'll be absolutely that. devastated by that. I'll put it on Perez's check, that. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! But you know they—you you say bulletproof. It's hundred percent. They—they really got off the mark and mm. demonstrated they're still the leading team for sure. Because they were just quite happy, just plod away with their 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 testing runs, putting the mileage in, and it's only going to fill the more confidence as we get to Bahrain like this week. So, and they've got a slight edge on tire wear as well. Just because we've got new yes. tyres this year, haven't we? And they seem to have not been an issue for them whatsoever. <laughs> no, it's always been such a balanced car. This is mm. Newey's work again. It's such a balanced car that whatever they do with it, they can adapt. As you say, with the uh, the weight difference, the tyres are now heavier. Mm. So it's, I mean, yes, every tyre is evenly the same weight, so balance shouldn't be as much of an issue. But at the same time, they've still uh, got to make sure the car performs the way they expect it to. They put it through the one wind tunnel, sure, but mm. they've still got to make sure it performs on the track. And they just... it All the word was, it's a very, very comp compliant car. Max himself said in an interview, it, it's faster than last year. Miles faster yeah. than last year. So whether that means it's faster than other cars remains to be seen. But if it's, you know, if there's weight that's come off, then it makes sense. It will be. Mm. And there will be development as well. But he's still um, very happy with the car and very confident. And they are clearly the ones to beat at the moment, mm. I would argue. But it still remains to be seen because yeah. there is such a thing as sandbagging. <laughs> well, they were all sandbagging, weren't they, really? fastest time sat um was Perez day 3 130.3 yes. .3. yes a uh, quarter of a second quicker than Leclerc's pole time last year yeah so which is the, extraordinary the changes with the cars like the floor being um higher sorry it's 15 mm. millimeters now the floor that was meant to slow them down but but also because it's helped with the porpoising they're now that sort of sorted out for the majority of the drivers and it's made them quicker mm. even though it was meant to be slower this year <laughs> that's <laughs> right exactly slower at all um, no and the porpoising <clears throat> seems to not be an issue really anymore i think there was only one team uh was it was it alpine potentially alpine, yeah yeah they were the there. only one and they kept saying their car was really stiff it was really not liking the bumps uh, and it was porpoising down the straight. It mm. was the exact opposite of the Red Bull in terms of compliance. Mm. And as you say, with the changes that have been made, a lot of the teams have solved their problem. There's no shattered spines at the moment. No 
uh, drivers coming into the garage going, I'm knackered because my back's sore. It, nothing like that. So that's a, that's a step forward, in my opinion. And the fact mm. they're quicker is really impressive. But they, you can't get rid of porpoising because of the design of the car. So I didn't expect it mm. to be completely gone. There is a bit. I know Haas had a tiny bit as well. They were kind of bouncing around a little bit. But it's definitely better than it was last year, especially the start of yeah. last year. It was horrendous. Yeah, that was, I don't know. They were just bucking around yeah. constantly. It was at Spain, wasn't it? Right down the end mm. of the straight. And they were all over the place. You know, they they were locking up because they were porpoising. Yeah. In in a lot of cases. So they had to even, they couldn't even push the car to its limit. Ferrari and Merck had the biggest problems with that. Mm. But um they there's no such evidence of anything serious now. I mean, there's a little bit, as you say with Haas, there's a little bit which is probably because they um, are messing around with setups, ride yeah. heights and, and, uh, and, and wing settings and so on. Um, so when you do that, you're sort of just playing with the tolerances and a little bit and working out what you can get away with. And I think on that occasion, they thought, no, we definitely can't get away with this. It's just running too low. So, it, mm. you know, they've all discovered that it can be done, which is really key. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was just because it was a brand new... Uh, approach brand new regs last year this time they've really got their head around it which yeah. i think is a plus because now they can look ahead to how to make it even faster which they will yeah 100 percent um mercedes mm. mercedes have no pods again no I... they've gone for the same philosophy haven't they right it didn't work last year i know i know they did all right but merc want to win they don't want second. They don't want third. And they've took a design that kind of didn't work last year and thought, we'll try yeah. it again. And it, yeah, isn't, it is an improvement. I'm not, I'm not saying it's, it does look better than last year, but they've got updates coming apparently, so they're not 100% mm. happy with no. how the car is. They are stubborn, aren't they? They probably thought... They weren't fully decided, were they? And they've gone back down that philosophy again. They've gone back down that development route, as I say, quite stubbornly, and thought, we can make this work. But I fear, I get the feeling it's still going to be a few races where they're figuring out, can we make this work for us or not? Or do we have to go back again? Um, Because... They have got pods made. They've got another oh. version of the car if this doesn't work. So if this doesn't work, they can change it. Yeah, so they've got a Merc uh, W14 version 2 on standby just in mm. case this isn't giving them what they need. Yeah. So it's a risky one because you've not got all your eggs in one basket, which typically F1 teams will have. Mm. They'll They'll have, you know have committed sat down a certain direction development wise i think mercedes they've got the budget they can probably afford to try two or more different development paths yeah but it's it's they've got to be conscious of how much time they could be wasting on the wrong one yeah that's so why I'm, I'm surprised confused. yeah because exactly. i just why would they risk it like if you think of it from a point of view, I know like Lewis has said, oh, I'm going to do another few seasons. But realistically, Merck are looking at how long they've got Lewis for. 
now. Right. And, you know, George is fantastic. I know George beat him last season. But when that car works, Lewis is a different level. So for them to be like, oh, we'll just take our time and see how this goes. I don't, I don't get it. I just don't understand why they've gone down that route again. I don't. <laughs> I'm not an engineer, uh, you know, but no, it just doesn't make any sense, especially when Red Bull is so no. strong. Yeah, you've got to be decisive. This is the mm. thing with F1. They've always you've got to be decisive. You've got to pick something, and they are, you know, sitting on the fence from a, you know, fundamental development standpoint. Mm. You've got to put your foot down and say this is what we're committing to now. Because you're just wasting your time if it could be a 50-50 decision. Because yeah. 50% of your time is being lost to what could be the right call. So you just got to make a call. It's a gamble, but ultimately, mm. based on a best guess, which suggests to me that they still don't have enough data to be to make a decision if they're still on the fence about this. Mm. But it might work for them as well. How... We don't know if they've gone back this way because they figured out why it wasn't working for them straight away. Um, mm. So who knows? I mean, yeah, they they were showing indications that the car wasn't as compliant as, say, the Red Bull. Mm. But they were showing pace that was quite promising given how the pace converged uh last season they are already showing real promise at least from a uh, uh you know an outright uh hot lap pace mm. again no indication of fuel though they are showing indications they are a a strong outfit still they're not like midfield or anything they're clearly not no. lost any significant pace they're there it's just whether they can take the fight to red bull on a regular uh, a regular basis is still up for debate yeah I mean, I did log how much fuel they might be running. Just of some. Oh, yeah. So, um, normally in the past, they if they do short runs, they run between 20 to 50 kilos of fuel. If they're doing mm. um, like a, a normal kind of run, it'd be between 10 and 100 kilos of fuel. So, oh, my God. It's, I mean, that's from in the past, so I don't know if you've done it this season. That's just some notes mm. that I read from previous testing seasons. Um, but they did do the short stints on the softs the last hour of testing. Mm. And they didn't look particular. I mean, they weren't, they weren't Red Bull, but they did look like they were, they were all right. They were, you know, they had a bit of oversteer on day three when Lewis was doing his faster laps, but other than that, there was nothing Yeah, it really might else. be that they have some kind of balance issues, maybe, because I noticed that on their push laps, they were losing a lot of time in the final sector. Mm. I get the feeling that they're not very kind to the tyres. I think they can overheat a little bit on some of the softer compounds, and because uh, and of that, they are having to hold back a little bit. You yeah. say with the oversteer, that's a case of they're just you know, maybe not running enough rear, and as a result, they're having to overdrive it, putting energy into the tyre, and they're just struggling to find the balance still, is what I'm suspecting. They're still 
they really needed this testing and really needed this mileage to understand what direction they need to go in. Yeah. Because I don't think they know that quite yet, but they're getting there. I think they are getting there. Slowly. And they're definitely in the fight, for sure. Yeah. I, I think they'll be top three. Yeah. Still. Regular podiums. Yeah. yeah. Few I wins. they will. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, Ferrari. Mm. Ferrari. 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 Very impressive. I thought they were very impressive. Do you think? Yeah, I think so. They were very consistent all the way through. Um, I wanted they more. They <laughs> wanted more out of them. <laughs> they were... Uh, they improved on short runs and long run pace. Their, sorry, short runs, but their long run pace wasn't as in, as impressive. Mm. So that's, I think, where I'm a bit like, well, that's what matters in the race. Like, put it on P1, but if yes. you're not consistent throughout the race... You're going to lag away. That's true. Yeah, they uh, looked, you know, at face value, like they were coping quite well, which is where I was thinking they'd had a successful test. But I also get what you mean, that in terms of long runs, were they quietly struggling a little bit mm. um, to to keep the consistency? Um it did look like just a small evolution on 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 what they had and i just yeah it looked like they had put in quite a lot of laps as well i thought yeah they, they did you know they were they did yeah they, they did. were the um, reliability wise they were very good yeah so. reliability wise but charles said that um they were better on the straights but the harder mm. on the corners and it that's the trade off they've done uh, to right. keep up with the red bull on the straights exactly because they were lacking the pace there so it's it's harder on the corners which i think overall of the race will cost them where they've got red ball that yeah. just doesn't have that problem whatsoever they're all playing catch up like red ball's just yeah. like we don't have to do anything and by the time they've caught up red ball's gone again it's very um it reminds me a bit of, of merc obviously because that's how merc used to be but it's quite similar to Ferrari days where they were so dominant and everyone just played mm. catch-up all the time to them. Red Bull exactly. are just like that. Yeah, Mercedes had that period through the hybrid era and mm. but everyone else was going, how do we catch up? How do we beat them? What do we have to do? And they were the ones racking their brains and Merck simply had to uh, consolidate with some development. And everyone else was still just clawing away, trying to get anywhere near them. And Ferrari are doing exactly that now. And, you know, they are showing signs. I think the key thing is that they're showing signs of good reliability. Yeah. Their their car is solid. They can fight with Red Bull, as far as I can see. But again, it's it's what were their fuel loads? What were yeah, the the um what were the runs like? What what was their, their plan? Cause they they had work to do, obviously. They fell back. And this will give them some... This will help the mood in the Ferrari mm -hmm. camp. Having a... What I would consider a successful test. I don't know what they would say. But I think... Yeah, I think they had a good, good three days. Do you want to know what 
Uh, do you want to know what Charles and Carlos's time, fastest time was? Test him. Yeah. Let's hear One, one thirty one zero three six. Carlos. One thirty one zero two four. Charles. Twelve like, thousandths. Yeah. That is how. That's fa- the that's... other thing. Ferrari don't have a driver one. <laughs> no, they have the most consistent driver lineup on the grid. Yeah. By far. They when you put them on the same yeah. in the same conditions, same fuel, same tires, or equivalent, they're dead on. Yeah. Those two. If can't Carlos tight, can can't tell them apart. If Carlos can sort of sort himself out as far as not having these random accidents, then yes. yeah, he would be right there. Definitely. Definitely. Hundred percent. Oh God. McLaren. Oh, McLaren, <laughs> McLaren, McLaren. Another really <laughs> successful test for the Papaya oh, outfit in their God. 60th anniversary. It's just... Why have they gone backwards again? What have they done? Oh, it's... What have they done? I'm racking my brain still at this point um, because this year was just meant to be an evolution and they looked like they were struggling so much just even to leave the garage. Oh, 81 laps they did. The lowest amount of laps they tested. 81. Across the whole thing. They it's just unacceptable. Issues. Yep, that's right. Um, which would normally mean they, they, they need to add more weight, which will slow them down. So... Right. That... It's a problem. Strengthening issues. Yeah, it was their version <laughs> of the porpoising. They didn't want to compromise, but they were forced to. Because it was faulty. The car was faulty. And I don't know how it's they've allowed it to get to that point. They It was just the lack of mileage. The mood in the camp wasn't great either as a result no. of that. What you want is not to be looking at the car in the garage when you've got all this green flag track time available to you. You need to be out there running it to get data to shore up these things. It's not running. It's impossible to do that. So it's looking like another one of those situations where McLaren play catch up for the first half of the season and start finding some form later because what they've done here is they've definitely missed the mark. And they've got in, in terms so of much, development. They've got a plaque on the car, the car now, which is like where their sponsor is, because they've got over 40 sponsors this year, yeah. this season, which is huge. A massive oh, amount. Is. You can't put that all out in Formula One car. So they've got like these plaques that have interchanging yeah. things. I mean, they must be getting money. Like McLaren aren't poor. <laughs> it's a team. No, not at all. This but... is a very <clears throat> strong outfit. <clears throat> Yeah, if if if, it, if the uh, Formula One season was decided on marketing success, they'd win every <laughs> single season by far. It's just it's Zach's work. He's absolute genius when it comes to marketing, oh. and it's always been commended the amount of sponsorship they get. Yeah. It's the way it's not quite finding its way into making that car as quick and as reliable as it can be. The minimum you have to have is a reliable car. Yeah. Then you can make it fast. You can't make it fast if it won't move. So 
you need to be able to leave the garage from time to time. And they were struggling with that. I think it was on day three, Lando managed to get out for a, a hot lap, and then it's back in again for about an hour. Yeah. I thought, oh, where are what? they? <clears throat> where are they? And they it's... were just struggling with little niggly things that shouldn't have been an issue at the level they're running at. No. And the experience and... they have as well. Oh, I mean, they've got two very good drivers. Oscar Piastri, yes. you know, F2, F3 champion. Mm. He's going to be strong if he's got a good car underneath him. And Lando Definitely. Norris, I mean, what more can he do to prove that, you know, he could be up there battling for championships if he had the car under him? There's going to be a certain point where Lando goes, do you know what, guys? I'm. This is not funny anymore. <laughs> I need yeah, something... You're... It's so You're promising me things. Yeah. Yeah. You've been promising me this for years. I've stuck by you. And what have you what have you shown me? That's what he'll be thinking. Mm. And he is a young guy still. He's got a long career ahead of him. He's demonstrated his pace. And what yeah. he needs now is the team to give him a car that enables him to reach that potential. That's all he needs. And if he's not getting it in McLaren, he will be thinking of other options. He yeah. just will. Um because as I say, he's still got years and years ahead. Look at the age of some of the drivers that they are they are when they retire. He's got a lot, plenty of time. Oh, yeah. But I think McLaren will look at this as a very valuable opportunity this year. For Piastri particularly, with having a proven um, podium finisher um, in the team to, to lead things again. Mm. So, I mean, this is the thing though, Piastri ridiculously fast he's he won a championship every time he the first yeah. year he joins it and you know i don't expect that to happen this time sadly but he will show his pace he will have those days where you're like oh there's the piastri we know hopefully it's more often than not but he's clearly got a track record with this and he will be very very quick uh, at least I hope so, because McLaren yeah. need that development from two drivers performing at their best and yeah. pushing the car to its limit. So I think at times that wasn't happening. If you're not where pushing you to the limit, you don't this? know where the improvements are. Where are you going with that? Oh, I'm not going anywhere with it. What are you doing? <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> yes, McLaren, very <clears throat> disappointed. Very disappointing very. indeed. Very um, from one disappointment to another. <laughs> it's just jumped up. <laughs> the perfect Luna, what timing. Lose. <laughs> um more hmm. insight than me. Probably. Yeah. Um Alpine. 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 It's a very stiff car. <laughs> <laughs> as uh, <laughs> Aunt Davidson put several times during Whoa. commentary, they, they had a bit of porpoising, didn't they? They had a bit yeah, of porpoising. They, they have not um, figured out their car yet. No, not even close. And balance issues with Ocon looked like he just could not drive that car, and Ocon can drive, but that it looks so. Yeah, was it him that had the huge lockup? Uh yes, I think it was, I think wasn't it? it? Was. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Whenever they did push laps, the back end was all over the place, constantly mm. wrestling with the wheel. Final sector, I think it was, those fast bends, sort of medium to high speed corners. And the car just was really skatey. Stiff. All over the place. <laughs> yeah, really stiff. <laughs> it couldn't cope. <laughs> it didn't like turning right and it didn't like turning left. No. So bad news all round, really, when you're trying to drive a car as quick as they needed to. But yeah, there, there's two very gifted drivers in there. Mm. And again, they, they're they not going to reach their potential with that. No. Not with the way no, it's currently all. looking. Not a clue. They were, not they were nearly two and a half seconds off the pace. I mean, I know it's not proper times, I know, but that testing, they were like nearly two and a half seconds off. That just, and they seem to have issues with the setup. That's what was slowing them down to get the car out. Mm -hmm. Just wasn't playing ball, the car. So every time they did something to it, it just took like an hour to set it up. So they just had constant, but they've said they're holding back on performance. I mean, if you can't get a car that's going to turn, then you can't reach its full potential. So no. I would hope they have got a bit of performance that they're holding back. I mean, can you afford to hold back performance <laughs> when it looked like that? I don't think so, somehow. I'd Updates. like to think McLaren were holding back performance oh too, <laughs> to be honest with you. Maybe they all were holding back performance. I mean, Let's pretend it's... we're shit, right? <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. Bahrain will freak them all out. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go and drive away 10 seconds a lap quicker than anybody else. And they're going to be asking all the questions then. And we're all going to be looking smug. Yeah. I don't think so. So, mm. Yes, maybe there's half a second in there if they're lucky. But they ought to probably show that a little bit more just to make sure because the next race the first race is where they were testing uh, yeah so you better make sure you can demonstrate it there but they've got updates coming for this race yeah. they've got updates immediately so you know possibly something to help them with their stiffness yes watch this space the stiffness may be solved i think alonso's <laughs> just pissing himself he made a good call. In hindsight, obviously. Everyone, he like, finally made a good career choice. I literally went, what is he doing? Does he just want to go backwards? And right. Aston Martin, like, I mean, where did that where did that car come from? Like they swapped places. I don't basically like, in the pecking order. I but mean, Aston could, out of nowhere. Just See, the, the one thing that worries me, they're quick, mm. right? But I worried about their reliability. Because normally when a team takes that bigger leap in performance, they always have a bit yes. of a reliability. I, I remember talking about Jensen Button now. I remember when BAR Honda took that leap and their en I know the engines aren't like they used to be, you know, proper engines. They're Mardi engines now, but they just had blow up <laughs> after blow up. And now I'm like... Absolute disaster, yeah. Mm, that's what always worries yeah. me when teams do that leap. What's the catch? Yeah. 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 What's the catch? What is the car's squeaky voice? You know, <laughs> what, what is it about the car that's going to let it down? Mm. And I, I'm on board with that. I think, yes, 
it's just testing. It's only three days. They may mm. not have found the issues yet. What if it appears in the first race and everyone goes, right, there's the Aston we know. <laughs> and Alonso's like, oh, El Plan has failed already. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I want them to do well. I do. I found myself watching Aston and going, wow, this is awesome. They are right there again. Yeah. And they, you know, with a driver like Fernando Alonso in the team as well. And the amount of preparation he's been doing off season, you look at his career so far and how hungry he is still. He's got like, he's like Hamilton in that way. Age is just a number with them too. As, mm. as long as they're in the car, they're like they were when they were jumping in the car yeah. for their debut. Alonso it doesn't matter. They're just exactly the same yeah. as when he started. Absolutely. Yeah. Aggressive. Really yeah. aggressive. Oh my God, but yeah. <laughs> he's just one with every single car he drives. Yeah. And this is no different. And this is what I love about it. He's in a spot right now where he's legitimately, I think, in with a shot of fighting for podiums. Mm. Because that car, as long as it's reliable, will put him in that position to do so. So that's the key mm. thing now for Aston. Can you make a reliable car? Because you demonstrated you're up there. You're yeah. top of the midfield at least. And may well be knocking on the door of Merck. Well, Alonso was quicker mm. than Mercedes over a single lap. But he was um, better over racing. Can you tell I'm reading notes? Is it really obvious that I'm looking at Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we came notes. really prepared. Yeah. Um, he's also. We know exactly what we're talking about. Um, I, I saw this on Twitter. I can't remember who I saw it off. Apologies. It was a tweet. I forgot who it was. Off. It was someone. And I forgot who it is. Um, Alonso was in negative deg, meaning that the faster, the the more he lost fuel, he just kept going quicker. Oh wow! So he had better tire deg. He was matching the Ferraris on long runs, and the car looked more competitive on on mediums that it did softs um but they yes. were pretty good all on all co compounds to be fair so yeah because they were there on the c4s yeah and then even Drogovic, not massively far away considering he's only no. just come in as well no, um he really impressed actually considering his lack of experience mm. which in f1 terms is very limited very yeah. limited for him and he's just jumped in because he said when he came up to the conf box the sky he came up and was, um, they asked him, when did you find out? Because obviously the news came quite late about, about mm. Lance. And he was like, yeah, it was about two days before. And he's called up. He's basically Hulkenberg in this situation. Called up two days before and asked, can you jump in the car? And obviously the answer is yes. Um, yes. And he jumped yes. in and, and he really like, took to it like a duck to water. Mm. And as I say, I think it was the car that was allowing that too. Even Alon Alonso was enjoying himself. And that's yeah. what we like to see. We want to see drivers enjoying their experience, right? Getting yeah, out there and giving it everything because they're not thinking, oh, this is a waste of time, isn't it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jinx it. But I <laughs> I said it last year. I really want to see Alonso battling with Max Verstappen because they're really good friends. But yes. if Max races Alonso the way he races Lewis, Alonso isn't going to take kindly to that. And I... I if Aston Martin are that strong, that they can be in the top four, which I, I think they will be, and Max has an off day, 
him and Alonso, I think it's just going to be something spectacular. I just want to yeah. say it. Tantalizing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It really is. The idea of Verstappen versus Alonso. <laughs> the newspaper the headlines are writing themselves at oh. this point. It's extraordinary, that, that prospect. Because we saw visions of that last season with Silverstone, yeah. with Leclerc and Perez and Hamilton all yeah. going at it at the same time. And that's what we live for Yeah, as Formula One fans. It just is. It's all you ask for. Can they battle? Can they race close? Can they overtake? They demonstrated it last year. Yeah. Just, can we have Alonso involved as well? Please. Just How cool would that be? We want plan. that. Get in. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. More L plan. They do look <laughs> closer in pace, I have to say. I mean, we've not yes. seen the full pace. They do look closer. They mm. were, I mean, past like best of the rest, all them. I mean, I don't know who's going to be midfield, no. what order. Even at the back, I, yeah, I've got no idea. We, we know Red Bull, Ferrari, Merck, maybe Aston there, but as mm. the rest of them, no, not a I clue. I wouldn't want to call it at the moment. No. That is an impossible call. You've got the top four at the moment, and then what? Mm. I don't know because. Mm-hmm. You get different indications. You get a long run from someone. Go, oh, they're really competitive. And then you get someone doing a medium run. Oh, they're really competitive too. Then you do a hot lap. Whoa, they're way faster. It's impossible to call. It is impossible to call. I mean, because I thought Alpine would be there. But again, their compliance of the car's not helping them. And then you've got Alpha Tauri, who occasionally popped in a really competitive C4 lap time on, on effectively a soft compound attire. And... It just throws me off again. It's like, yeah. who? What's the? What is the pecking order here? It's really know. quite I tricky don't. to call in in the midfield. Um, but again, it was just I think reliability at least at the beginning of the season is going to be absolutely key, and that's what they'll be going away and racking their brains on, uh, in the factories, just to make sure that yeah, it's well and good getting a car into Q two or even Q three. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to make the checkered flag, it's not much point. No. Yeah, it's it, it makes your car visible. There's good publicity when you can get a result like that, but get to the checkered flag as well. That's what you need to yeah. be working from. Yeah, so. and that's what I'm a little bit concerned with with Aston Martin. We do have to obviously say that Lance Stroll won't make it to the Bahrain Grand Prix because he had an accident mm. in Spain. We don't really know what happened to him because they're not really telling us. They're not. There's been rumours no. that he broke his wrist. I mean... We don't know what's happened to him, but we do wish him well. And we obviously don't want to see any driver injured in any way, shape or form. So we do hope that he recovers quickly and gets back on on track. As much as Drogovic has done a good job, really. Mm, an excellent stand-in. Mm. It really has. Excellent re- reserve. He, he's done his job and he's he's gone out there and done laps and got data for the team. And that is basically all they can ask for from a guy yeah. who they called up on two lap two days prior two days and uh two laps prior that would be short notice yeah just a um, bit. two days prior having no f1 no significant f1 experience prior to that no he he really nailed it and that's the big thing that a lot of these rookies will report back on how sore their necks are and testing's the big one because it's hour after hour after hour yeah. of running and mm. unluckily for him the aston was quite reliable <laughs> So it kept going and going and going. So I imagine well, his neck was a little bit sore. 
think of it from this point of view with Aston. They've t- they've got two new drivers in mm. in testing because you know Alonso knows what it's doing, but it's a new car to Alonso, and it's mm. definitely a new car to Drogovic. So they had to kind of make it as even as possible because both of them needed that running to get used to the car and how it drives. Absolutely. So you know they're going into the Bahrain Grand Prix as much as Alonso adapts very well to every car, but they are going in as new drivers to the team. So to see Aston up there so strong, it it Mm. does look very promising. I don't want to jinx it, because they'll probably be last. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? All this gets thrown out, everything. They just throw the car out as well. Why not? Because (laughs) it's one of those, it's such a dynamic situation that it's just asking for a few reliability problems and all that pace they showed, all that promise turns out to be a little bit meaningless. Yeah. So you've got to, uh, you know, reinforce it with some strong performances. And I think from their perspective, a double points finish would be a very, very good day Yeah. for Aston Martin yeah. to start things off. I think they might even be clutching at the hope of a top five for Fernando. Mm. He's got, if they've got reliability and race pace, they've got the driver. Yeah. You know? There's not really an excuse. If anyone's going to do it. Be there. That's right. So Kieran's saying P5 That's... with Fernando Alonso at the Bahrain Grand Prix. Mm. <laughs> I think so. First prediction of the season. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. I put my neck on the line straight away. Oh, <laughs> God. Just like Drogovic did two days before. His first go in F1 car in anger. Put my neck on the line on that one. But mention on Alpine, though, because um, they were reporting some severe rear axle problem as well. So speaking of reliability, they had some really, really severe problem with uh, the rear axle of the car. It put them out of action for a few hours on either day one or two. So that will be a bit of a headache Ooh. for them. Uh, I, yeah, they talk fun. about it quite a bit um, during, I think it was during the second day, actually. But they were really, really struggling. So you were talking about how uncompliant the car was. They weren't going to make any progress in that area while um, they had that problem to fix too. So bad news for them in terms of this very, very close midfield fight as it's turning out to be. You know, we've got this really close um, midfield fight going on. And the last thing you want is some severe or major reliability issue that's, you know, fundamental to the car. It's, only, it's a rear wheel drive. So as soon as you've got an issue with the rear axle, you're in trouble. Yes. <laughs> when you've got the likes of uh, Alpha Tauri and Alpha Romeo all looking very competitive, at least, you know, face value. Oh, Williams. Williams. Williams got a very good amount of laps in. Yes, they did. Yeah. Albon was 136 laps on the last day, which is the most of any individual driver. Was it? Yeah. So, not by team. Not by team. Oh. But on day three, as an individual, he set the most laps out of anybody. Okay, I'll let you have that one. It was because yeah. Williams... three laps. Yeah. Three laps. Top of his yeah, head that so... was. 136 laps they've done in total. 
all together. Right. So. So they were accumulating. That was just album. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Absolute machine. Just what do you doing think it of all Logan? himself. I, d- I don't know what to make of him. I haven't seen enough of him yet. No, I think that's I why seen I it. It's the same thing with DeVries. Yeah. Se- well, actually, no, that's a lie, because he did do Monza last year. But yeah. still, that's one race. It's not mm. proven. Um, We haven't seen enough of him yet. No. I'm still not sure. Good on him, because he's got the drive. Yeah. But he's he wasn't a champion. Mm. Um, He was occasionally a race winner if i recall correctly but you know he wasn't the standout driver you expect you know the your, your russell your albon your mm. norris he may surprise us yeah, but there's cause... nothing there to indicate he's a starring no. driver in any way see i know why the they moment. brought him in because the american hype sorry Mm. Sorry, Logan. That's not the only reason why you're there, but there's been a big hype. I think it's a little bit too late to bring an American driver in now because I feel like the hype from America and Drive to Survive is now just going to sort of go stale a little bit and just fizzling sort of sit. out. Yeah, it's going to start to fizzle. So I think they needed to bring an American driver in a lot earlier than they have. Mm. So I get why Williams have done that because it's going to put eyes on them, which is great. But I just don't yes. think he's got much of a track record. To kind of go, yeah, he's the right fit. Mm. I don't know. Proven driver yet. Yeah. Not a proven driver. He's, what are his accolades? Some F2 victories yeah. at the moment. Now, he may surprise us again. He may yeah. surprise us. His priority <laughs> is matching or beating his teammate. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to be easy because Albon has experience in a Red Bull. Yeah. Um. And is very comfortable. Yeah. yeah he's he's got the he's had the Bottas effect, I think, Albon. Where yeah. he's got all this experience. It didn't work out, but it's very valuable once he's found himself in a much more relaxed and hospitable environment. Mm. And now I think Albon will be extremely tough to beat. Yeah. Um so if Sergeant does beat him outright, I think that's gonna turn heads. Oh, um yeah. because like well, Albon's got all this experience. Yeah, he took a bit of time out, but he's he's got all this experience. Sergeant's only just coming in. He wasn't a champion, and yet he's beating him. Yeah. So he's gelling with the car better. That's a speculatory thing, but if he does, that's going to grab attention of some teams, mm. I think, when they go, oh, that's a surprise. Yeah. Everyone's expecting Albon to be the quicker of the two. Yeah, I would expect that. I mean, they were consistently in the top 10, I think, as well. Mm. quite a lot which was I get, and then can't go off this the time whatever but it's definitely improvement from last season I mean I think it was just that Duracell battery they put a bigger battery in it yeah that's what it was yeah. do you know Duracell what? making big gains I put a TikTok up about that saying it, it, it had like a sound saying perfect 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 and Duracell responded <laughs> to it saying perfect 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 <laughs> <laughs> You made it now. <laughs> I've done it. I've do- done I've it. Fucking done it. I've done it. I've made done it. it now. Duracell, I am breathing Duracell bunny right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't read too much into that. That's what she said. <laughs> oh. 
Duracell, we are available for sponsorship. We are available. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to sponsor our podcast. We don't bite. <laughs> we don't vibrate either. Um... <laughs> don't read into that either. No. <laughs> oh, We're not Alpine. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. No, they're not sponsored uh, by Duracell. No, but quite a positive, very positive for Williams. Yes, I think they can be very pleased after mm. the three days. They got a lot of running in and they got a lot of data and they will improve. Mm. They will improve. They've got a good foundation to build from. And that's the key thing for a team that their expectation is midfield. So yeah. a few points finishes, they'll be very content with that oh, for yeah. the time being. They obviously want more. You look at the heritage of Williams. They want more, but realistically, near-term targets. They're not there. Few points. You know, they need no. to take it step by step. And I think they're making these gradual, you know, improvements. And that's that's what you want. That's what you want to see. Mm-hmm. You don't want to, you know, they if they suddenly became good, <laughs> we'd all be like, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, so a bit like how it, we are to ask them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. it's a shock right. that they are that good now, Aston. And mm. that's why I'm like, reliability is going to be a problem. I think if they make it yeah. gradually, everything then works in and ties in and works together nicely. So I think that's what Williams need to do. And to be fair to Williams, they've done a better job than McLaren. They certainly have. Mm. Reliability wise, miles better. Literally, yeah. miles better. Um, so they can, you know. Tip the hat to them for that, at least, because I think in the past they've had a lot of issues with that. But they they are getting a very solid car under them. Mm. And for two drivers who, one of which has quite a bit of experience, is still young, though. But he's at, Albon is Norris, but with less experience, really. Yeah. So he just needs another season to just sort of embed himself in the team again, embed himself in the culture. And he's going he's gonna to be quick. He is going to be quick and there's going to be those performances we go there's the album we know yeah um and i'm excited for that because he's a he's a wonderful character and a ridiculously quick driver oh, so, he's so lovely. more of the same he yeah. deserves a good a very positive yeah. you know time with williams and in formula right. one he really does absolutely and you know what we're gonna have <laughs> russell leclerc albon and norris on the grid again I can't oh. wait for more of that content. Yes. Plenty more of that, please. Yes, the most exciting bit of the whole thing. <laughs> Another quiz. Another quiz, please. Yes, we need yes. that. Need that bit of yes. like insight into drivers. <laughs> Quizzes. More personalities. They're yeah. the personalities, you know? Yeah. That's the next generation, and they are a lot of fun around each other. So let's have more of that. Mm. That's the future of the sport, and I'm all for it. Speaking of personalities, Alfa Romeo. Romeo. Bottas. I love him right now. His helmet helmet was everything. He should have that all season. Why is that only testing? I know. Make that a thing. Like, sorry, man. Like, come on. That is so cool. That's his helmet version of the camo livery, isn't it? You can't tell yeah. the difference. You don't know if he's wearing it or not. Not, not a clue. Not a clue. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I mean, definitely yeah. shout out for Joe, who was fastest in mm. day two. 
It, they he was. Think he was on C3 Mediums for that as well, mm. which... It's even more impressive. Yeah. No, I think they were all running medium hard that day, though, to be mm. fair. It's day two, mm. so... I mean, we don't know definite because we, we don't get told that stuff, so, you know, but they did ha- they did have technical issues later on in the day um and day three bottas's gearbox failed but it did other than that that's not bad pretty I mean, smooth p3 day three weren't they mm. with bottas yeah that's like exactly just behind hamilton probably about yeah. a tenth and a half i think it was which is really funny to keep seeing that yeah <laughs> he's moved away and he's still right there nip it in his heels i love it but i don't want because we saw it last season they were very strong at the beginning and then Mm. they just flitted away towards the end of the season i did and that's kind of what or are we getting another a recreation of that kind of thing that's the only thing i'm worried about with them yeah you make a good point Mm. they just weren't able to develop quickly enough i don't think Um, but they are under new sponsorship, aren't they? Stake. So, is that going to help? I don't know. I don't know how that compares to Hall and who are now with AlphaTauri. Isn't it banned in certain countries? Because it's a gambling thing, Stake, isn't it? Yes, it is, actually. Mm. But there's certain countries, like, I mean, Saudi Arabia countries, it's banned there. I can't remember. We'll have to double check that one but it definitely there is probably going to be one or two locations that are a little bit edgy about that yeah they're gonna have to take um, the logo off the sp- mm. off the car potentially yeah i don't know what the agreement is there actually mm. um because you know there were some situations where the drivers were able you know some of the races drivers were able to still do stuff that people who living in that country probably wouldn't be able to do so yeah. I don't know if there's like a, a veto on it because they're racing on a sort of neutral international platform. Mm. So they don't have to worry so much about that or they may well have to take the sponsorship off. Um, time will tell, I think, if that ends up being the case. But it, yeah, I suppose it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a surprise. But what the key thing for Alfa Romeo really is is whether that new sponsor is going to give them the, uh, the run of development they need to stay where they are. Because, as you say, they tend to start seasons off well and fall away, sadly. Mm, it's a shame. Joe looked really strong as well. Yeah. Not just, you know, Bottas. But they seem to be very consistent, both of the drivers. So they've definitely mm-hmm. got a good pair in there, 100% taken into this they year. They do. It's a healthy environment. It looks mm. like a very healthy environment. There's no angst between the drivers or anything no. like that. They're not... They're not competing too closely. They know exactly what their roles are. Um, you know, it's very clearly Bottas in the leading role. Joe mm-hmm. still learning, but learning very quickly, must be mm. said. Um, and they are only going to improve from a sort of driver perspective, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just whether the development can keep up and st- still give them the opportunities to fight for um, at times, knocking on the door of podiums, but certainly regular points. I think that's what yeah. they're going to be hoping for, for sure. But that might be a little bit trickier with Aston Martin about. Yeah, possibly. Because mm. 
Another team that looked pretty strong was Haas. They did. Mm. Really did. <clears throat> they were sort of quietly getting on with it. Yeah, they weren't much like... of them. No, not a lot. But like the, f- no. the only things I remember, they had a bit of porpoising on day one. Mm-hmm. A little bit, you saw sort of bobbing around a little bit. But they seemed to have corrected that and then just gone about their their time. They they had the most laps out of everyone. <clears throat> 171 oh. laps they did. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. So that, that that's impressive. consistency. Massive Massively. consistency. Yeah. And I've got to just point out as well, we all look look at the liveries that start the season. They're all really crisp. The you know professional photo- photos taken of the cars and stuff. Once they get out on track, then that's the litmus test. The Haas is the best looking car on track. It just, it, you know, the the stripes, the way they've worked the stripes. I think it, you know, it's just putting that out there right now because I think a lot of people res- responded like. You know, it's a really good-looking car, but then everyone's like, oh, the Merc's really nice, the Ferrari's really nice. As soon as they get out mm. on track, that's when you know it's a good-looking car. Yeah. The Haas is the best-looking car out there because they're actually using paint. <laughs> and what the nice thing was, you could see it on track because they were doing yeah. 171 laps as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought they were very impressive. And, you know, to have Hulkenberg, Hulkenberg back on the grid again in a full-time role this time... Um, that's you know his he's got mountains of experience. So I just can't with Hulkenberg. I'm sorry, <laughs> I just can't. I don't understand why he's here again. Like he's like, like I like he's got to be like he's never had a podium ever, and he's been mm. in cars that can give him podiums. And look, Mick had an iffy last season. Cost him a lot of money. Because the accidents, I don't think Gunther was that fair to him. To be fair, from what's been no, see, he was he was kind of he was knocking his confidence, but you know, two experienced drivers is a good thing to have in a team that's trying to progress up the grid, because they can mm-hmm. gather a lot of information from Nico. He's going to understand it a lot more, right? But you know, oh, Nico really, it just. He's a very lucky guy to keep finding his way no, back in this I often. No, he does it. And to be absolutely clear, I do. He has got mountains of experience. There's no doubt mm. about that. But with that, he's also had so many opportunities as well, and fairly good ones as as well to get those podiums that you know has eluded him for his entire career so far in F1. Yeah. And it's like I wonder what it was that pushed Haas in that direction. Is he not because getting money were... for it? Is he not being paid? <laughs> Is he not being... It wouldn't surprise me. Like, I don't know if he's got sponsorship or something. I don't really know what his sponsorship is. But, I mean, just throwing this out there, Callum Eilat never got an opportunity in Formula 1, which I think is ridiculous. And he was kind yes. of on the Haas road. So, wouldn't it have been good that, you know, Callum's been racing... Wouldn't it have been good to just pop him in that role? I know, I get the experience bit, that's fine. But they also need someone who's young and Mm -hmm. fighty to then push that car a little bit further. 
And I think someone like Callum would have just been a better option for them. Yeah, I don't know. has been an American team, and Ilot's been racing predominantly in America, right? Yeah. Now. He's probably going to come back over to Formula 1 with an American accent. Possibly. He was getting one. Yeah. The amount of interviews I was hearing, he was getting an American <laughs> accent gradually. So he'd have been a perfect fit for Haas at the moment. Uh, yeah. Aside from his pace, obviously. Mm. <laughs> but again, it's just an odd one. I'd love to know oh, what the thought process was. Oh, is it his presence? Is it his popularity? His pace obviously is still there because the data says so. Yeah. It's still just an odd one considering what future plans are for the team as well. Yeah. Um, what next? Kevin How many seasons is he intending them? to do? I think Kevin annoyed them. And they just went, that's it. We're putting Nico Hulkenberg in there. Because Kevin must have <laughs> thought, is that a joke? Like, he must have sat there and go, we're putting Nico Hulkenberg in the car. They were, all right, yeah, sure, all right. Right. Suck yeah. my balls, all, all that, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then Nico yeah, walks right. in and he's like, what? Suck my balls, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. I can't. Hello again, most unsportsman driver on the grid. Oh. <laughs> But, oh, that's gonna. I can just. I can see it already. Be a I very don't think they're gonna get on. The atmosphere yeah. in there. It takes one situation. It gets a little bit out of hand, and the whole team morale goes out the window. Yeah. For them too. There's a. There's a history. There's a there history. is. They're not. That's not gonna leave. I. I think. No, it doesn't. Kevin. Kevin's not a very sort of. I'll go up to you and have a go at you after a race kind of guy. No. He'll just be aggressive on the track and then walk away. When Nico, on the other hand, will come up right. to you oh, yeah. and go, oh, I'm a supportive driver. They're going <laughs> to argue. I'm so, there is going to be a point where they're on that same piece of tarmac and one of them's going to think the other one hit them and it's his fault and yeah. all that shit. Like, I just don't I know. know it will add. I know it will add extra weight, but those motorhomes will probably have steel doors. Yeah. Um, With those two about. Because there are no more, you know, there is no way any more doors are getting smashed on Gunter's, on Gunter's note. Not a chance. Well, they shrunk the pit box <laughs> to save some money. <laughs> and that's just so they can pay for the steel doors. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. This is what happened to Red Bull when they started taking development out of the catering budget and thought, we're not going down that road again. We're going to give you less room. <laughs> oh, God. Hunter has just given himself so much work to do again. Yeah. I don't know why he keeps he doing this to himself, but he really does. Um, he's found himself in the right predicament with them, but I can't imagine anyone else being able to stick it out this long. Um at a team like that. No. He is still there now. And I, I think that ought to be mentioned, actually. He's yeah. still there now. Mm. That says a lot about him. Yeah. And he still hasn't really changed. This sport hasn't changed him. He's that resilient. He's quite mm. he's a very robust character and nothing's shifted him. He's, no. Yeah. He, he's he, loves a... it. he loves yeah, he it. Does. I think he, he genuinely he, does. Like yeah. I don't think even though Haas haven't been particularly fast i mean god the mazepin era <laughs> that wasn't fun for him you could see no. that was a problem i don't think he really had a choice to be honest but he loves 
even though they might be at the back, he came out in the Las Vegas jacket. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's amazing. He's <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this, yeah. He's just having a laugh. He's he just is. Like, He's just you know. living life. Yeah. He's the type of guy who's like, if I have a day where I'm run off my feet, then I've had a good day. <laughs> it doesn't matter if run off my feet because we've had an amazing result or because my two drivers are literally fighting each other and broke my office door. <laughs> I don't care. I'm living life. That's his That's his outlook, I think. But as long as I'm busy with something, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. This is, is I, I'm lucky to do this kind of thing. I don't know because I'm sure there's a lot of team principals who would have just given up by this point <laughs> with that team and gone, forget it. I'm not interested. <laughs> This is too much of a headache. But he's Could still you imagine doing it. Christian Horner as the team <laughs> principal of Haas. My God, he'd have had a fit by now. He'd have stormed off. Lip gloss would have been thrown all over the wall. <laughs> like honestly, he'd have he complains now. The, oh the sixth God. member of the Spice Girls, literally. Uh... The amount of like handbags. Honestly, on, he's just he wouldn't be able to cope in that environment. I don't think, no. and that's weird to say considering he's Red Bull team principal. But when you've got a team that's already competitive, you only have to you only have to answer for yourself. Yeah. Um, but Haas has to answer for a lot of other things. <laughs> um, and Gunter that must be a bit of a headache at times. But, but that's what I mean. Horner, I don't know if he would have been able to handle that same pressure and scrutiny. I'm not saying he doesn't have scrutiny. Of course he does. No, he does. But, but... he 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 gets in a different way. Yeah, he's got the a proven team of like that. Being at the back, yeah. like and trying to find exactly. money for a team that's at the mm. back and doesn't get as much airtime and things like that, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I don't think he would. It would be quite funny to watch it though. They should do like wife swap F one team <laughs> principal edition. <laughs> they nearly did this year, Mike. Yeah, they did. They did quite a bit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's they what have done some survive should do. They have done some swapping. But totally that would be entertaining. That. Yes. Hmm. Let's just tell you what, let's just keep it simple and have a team principal cart race. Yeah. That'd be, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd love to see that. There's someone from Havre. Because you have the drivers do karting. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, you have the team principal in the there, so who's the best? Christian would be at <laughs> the back, 100%. <laughs> He'd be too busy getting his makeup on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think even Fred Vasseur would be ahead of him. He would. He's yeah. such an asset to Ferrari. I'm really liking oh that he goodness. went to Ferrari. Amazing decision. Yeah. To bring him in. Mm. Yeah. He just looks like he's an authority. So yeah. I'm a, I'm I'm the guy here. You listen right now. He's but he's, he's nice. uh, got so all this experience as well. To, you want to do what he asks of you because he's such a nice a nice mm. man as well, and his experience, yeah. like you said, like honestly, it's. He should guide them, hopefully, in the right direction this year. Yeah. Because they can't have any more team principals. I mean, for goodness sake, they keep swapping them all the time. They've, they've got to come to a point where it's like, maybe it's not the team principal. Maybe it's an other area. Uh, strategy, yes. possibly. I don't know what they've done with and their strategy, by the way. And they have changed the strategist. I've not, I've yes, not they have a new this. chief strategist. I... Wish I remembered the name, but they I have wish changed. Wish I the remember the name. Sounds great. He sounds like he knows what he he's does. doing. 
Yeah. Rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Do leave it in the comments section if anyone has the uh, name of the new yes, strategist at Ferrari, because we don't. <laughs> <laughs> in before, there isn't actually one. I've just completely misinterpreted that entire situation. Well, no, anyway. they have hired someone new. And I know I knew that I know this because I thought, thank God, um, <laughs> it's about time they found someone new to do that job. Because it's a long time coming and they had a yeah. lot of issues um, mm. that you know, wasted points and they can't afford that again. No. Um, because the whole butterfly flaps its wing thing, if they had got a few more points, would it have been a different story? Mm. Well, because the mindset had been different. I don't know, but <laughs> they, they cost themselves a lot mm. and this was a necessary thing to do. Um, and I just hope it works. Because so I don't know how experienced this new chief strategist is. Well, you don't know um, his name. So no, I don't exactly. I don't know what you know about I him. About him. <laughs> I know he's a new chief, Ferrari chief strategist. That's it. And he's hoping for good things. Yes. We'll call, we'll call him Guy A. <laughs> Guy A. Yeah. Dyer. Guy A. <laughs> Let's hope he's not Dyer. He is Guy A. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a dad joke, <laughs> fucking hell. It is. Coming from you as well. Uh, Shocking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, unsubscribe. 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 On it. Uh, last team. Last team. Um, mm. Alpha Tauri. I, I have a little Alpha admission. I, I obviously did notes before because you've seen me looking up at them all the time. Uh, my notes for Alpha Tauri. <laughs> my notes for Alpha Tauri is I have no notes. <laughs> I don't remember them at all. I didn't have I anything written know. down either. I don't know what they no, did. Nothing. I don't know. I, actually, I could tell you one thing. They did 166 laps. They were wow, the second. Okay. They they came second in the most completed they... laps. So interestingly, the teams that did the most laps got the least attention. Yes. Because they just went about their day. Yes, they weren't that making any it. noise. Yeah, just having a great time. And just sometimes under that's, the radar, the best, the whole that's the best way to be, under the radar. No one's expecting it. it. And then boom, Alpha Tauri's one bar rain. Right. And yeah. this, Sonoda put in a really competitive time on day three. Uh, on C4 tyres, I think it was as well. They, he wasn't... He was right in the thick of it. And again, mm. fuel played into it. But they were there... And they were going about their business, yeah, and they, they did have a driving. reliable car. Yeah. Yeah, no and... issues with the car. Nothing no, that I could right. find. Like, nothing. They seem... Right. I didn't, don't remember them. They mm. just seemed really good. So... Exactly. You never know. But I'm a little bit what concerned about I... Yuki. Because in, in this is third season. Oh, yes. Yes, mm. it is. And he's not and really... Technically, he's now the team leader, isn't he? Yeah. With the there. So he's yeah. got big shoes to fill. Yeah, exactly. He's... Mm. Pressure's I on. don't know if... I kind of feel like if he doesn't pull something out the bag, and based on how AlphaTauri were last year, they were nowhere last year, even Gasly struggled with the car. So if he's not got a car under him that's going to be competitive enough and he's not getting the results, this could be his last season. In mm. F1, and then I can't say Yuki Sonoda anymore. Ah, oh, oh, enjoy it while it lasts, guys. Oh, I'm gonna say it a lot this season. 
every single lap just to make <laughs> before he gets announced again next year and it's all not worth it <laughs> they they did well in testing it's just they're given an impression like they're not quite there in a few different ways I don't know because I don't remember seeing them. <laughs> don't, I can't this is it. Yeah, they were barely got on the even, telly. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't, the camera I don't was barely on them. Once. No, sorry. Great podcast mm. this is. <laughs> just, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've covered nine out of ten teams. <laughs> yes, pretty much. <laughs> Who's the team you're most impressed with? Who do, who do you think's done the best? Sort of car. Aston Martin. Yeah. Yeah. That's the obvious one because of how far they apparently have moved forward, um, at least from an outright pace point of view. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, there's some teams that have gone under the radar a little bit, but Aston clearly are, you know, the biggest improvers mm. at face value. So my, uh, I, I think they've they've impressed me the most, absolutely. No, I think I'd agree with that. I hope mm. that comes off into something during the season because I, I want to see Alonso battle Max. I just mm. want to see it. It's just that would like, be let's get just some spectacular racing with them. Yeah, because Alonso just... isn't going to take any of that either. It's just like no, I've seen all this before. I've seen every single move you're pulling off. I've seen this I've before been ten here times a over. Long time. Don't even L think about plan it. has been here longer than you've been on this earth. <laughs> He'll still be racing when he's hundred. He'll still yeah, be faster than everyone. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> this is the thing with Alonso. His fitness is ridiculous, and as a result, he can just keep going and going and going and going. It doesn't bother him. It doesn't bother him. No. Very, very gifted driver. What's your favourite livery? Shame you've only got two championships. Oh, my oh, favourite livery. He might get a third, by the way. You never know. Hmm. Anyway, favourite livery. Fingers crossed. Oh. Favourite livery. Um, I would say... I think now I've watched testing, it's the Haas, actually. Mm. It just... You know, it's it's the litmus test, and they just it did look purposeful. It did look yeah. really smart. Does it was actually nice. a well designed livery. Mm. It wasn't just revolving around sponsorship. It was actually well in you know the moneygram things well integrated into yeah. the car, yeah. and it still looked like a race car. It looks <laughs> like a racing car. That's the point. It looks like a car. I love it. I really like it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I'm still hat. going with Alpha. I think it's beautiful. Alpha. Stunning. It's the two tone, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Mm. They made it's it work. Beautiful. They made it work. Because yeah. mm. I didn't like the white on it last year. Because the white during the race can get a bit off. Yes. And that's kind of what annoys me with it. So it's like, look, we've got this carbon fiber thing going on, so make it black. And it just works. Mm. It's just beautiful. Yeah, it's a it's a good color combo. They've uh they definitely nailed it. And that's not to say that Merck didn't do the same thing, because that the green stripe along the on, on the bottom as well. That just it brings it all out, brings it all together, and that's I think that's painted. all you need. They just that's painted that painted. little green yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they got like accolades for the best livery. That. <laughs> uh, it's extraordinary. They barely painted it. <laughs> One oh. brush stroke. That's all they needed. Um, 
<laughs> but then simplicity is key, isn't it? Mm. You know, that's the art of it. Literally the art of it. Literally. I Literally. think that was our first episode. I think it was. I think, I think it, was. it was. Right, Kazza. <laughs> Who's winning the Bari Sorry, yeah, Grand Prix? Just... <laughs> well, Justin, um, I've got to say, <laughs> I think it's... Uh, it, it's 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 max isn't it uh, yeah probably it's, look be most comfortable in testing the car looked the most comfortable in testing it's at the same track it's max it's max, max. isn't it yes i think that I think is so. i think we have the same prediction max not very win. creative no it's <laughs> massively uh, creative i mean who else are we gonna pick right perez he's in the same car perez 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 might win. This is Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> Odds on Perez gets replaced by Daniel Ricciardo halfway through the season. <laughs> halfway through the race, more like. <laughs> Pit now. Just pull him in. Danny's ready. As a good eye, mate. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Thanks, mate. You kept my seat warm. <laughs> Did you pee my seat? <laughs> Cheers, <though. laughs> <laughs> oh. let us know your predictions in the comments for the Bahrain Grand Prix I think our first podcast is a wrap it is it is and I it think was we... a great success at the slowest yeah podcast in the world we yeah. hit the brief it was great um, <laughs> thank you everyone for watching make sure you are subscribed on all of the wonderful channels on all of our socials we will be back next Tuesday after the mm -hmm. Bari Grand Prix to give our reactions and opinions. Oh, yes. yes, very, very excited. Uh, but for now, thank you for listening and we'll see you all next week.